And welcome to the club that is That Kind of Nerd. This is a show where we talk about the nerdy things that we're passionate about, and then we judge each other on what we bring to the table. I am your humble host this week, CJ Mellon, joined by the one and the only Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Hello. Hi. Uh, Since we have relaunched the best nerdy podcast on the planet, uh, we've got a new format, and at the end of every topic... Uh, I will be judging the conversation and awarding points to the co-hosts here again. And in the winner, with your commitment to being the best, both. The I best. think it's. I, th- I think it's an accurate description. The best. Prove me wrong. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I am. I am too tired to do that research, but I'm sure someone will. At the end of the episode, the winner with the most points will be the host for next week. How's everybody doing? I am fantastic. I Wondrous. Am- brushing up on my star trek and uh everything is is awesome over here in clan thornton you have to forgive me i realized i didn't have any hydration so i need to get my seltzer yes i did not bring my seltzer downstairs as well so if we pause mid episode because i've gotten overheated from the heated discussion we will most likely have (laughs) seltzer have gotten very expensive recently not well that's because i make my i make my own seltzer i got the soda stream oh you make your own seltzer but then you have to whisper to your seltzer right i don't whisper whisper to my seltzer i actually i have the little vials i put as much of that flavoring in as i want no (laughs) longer it's no longer it's a vial oh my god it sounds experimental Oh. It's it's a little bit of the Michael Bublé's. You get oh. whatever flavors you want. Bublé comes in, he sings to yourself. You could just play the Bublé music next to the seltzer. Just have a speaker there with the Bublé playing. I don't need the Bublé. He comes with me. He's a $30 pack. He comes and he sings to my seltzer. Don't use the Groban. The Groban gets you terrible taste and flattens the bubbles. Don't No, do absolutely absolutely not. You got to go Bublé. That is a that is a deep callback. We haven't talked seltzer talk in a long time. I love me my seltzer. I make it myself. I make it a liter at a time, by the way. No longer 16 (laughs) ounces. I get a whole liter. I am uh, opening the the floor uh, to see if anyone would like to go first for this week. Otherwise, I have already spun the wheel of names and and have Mm. chosen someone to go first. So uh, I I will give you anybody who is brave enough to to want to go first for uh, this week. I don't know well, if bravery has anything bra- to do yeah, with I'm, it. I don't need to be brave to But have you know topic. what? Let's let's go with chaos. I enjoy the randomization. Yeah, do the wheel. Okay, the, the wheel has already it already spun, and it has selected Mr. Joshua Burns. All oh, right. That, that feels like the wheel is a little bit biased, but whatever. <laughs> Toward the bias towards awesomeness, maybe. Yeah, okay. We'll see about that. What is All your right. topic today, sir? My topic, um, it, it came from a conversation that I had with Laura a couple weeks ago where she... She asked me, and I don't know where she, maybe Twitter or something. She asked me, um, what is my, what do I think my musical blind spot is? <laughs> and I thought that's an interesting question, right? Okay. Because uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't really have one. I don't really have one. Um, I probably, I did maybe a decade ago, but it got, you know, I, and I knew what Laura's was right away, uh, which is interesting. She, she didn't know what her blind spot was, and I did. <laughs> um, so, like, basically defined as, as far as the the musical question was, you know, songs that you love and you have no idea who they're by, or um, think you know, music that you hadn't heard and heard for the first time. This is amazing, but this is a band that's been out for fifteen years, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I wanted to adapt that a bit um, to kind of an. Um, why don't we call it? Let's call it a nerdy blind spot, right? Anything, 
in the nerdy world that like either you came onto it super late and then just were ashamed at how long you had missed in experiencing this thing. It could be a movie. It could be a show. It could be music. It could be tech. It could be whatever you like, whatever the, the, the nerdy thing is for you guys. And, um, so I have, um, I have two, I'm gonna, the first one, I probably, um, uh, Dr. Who, uh, and that, that's, uh, that was a CJ thing. Um, mm. And we've talked about that story previously on the podcast. Uh, I was trying to get him to watch Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. You, we, we made a we made a very hefty trade for that one, but I definitely think I won out in the long run. Yeah, you did. Um, so I, I I told CJ I I would watch. In fact, um, was it one? Was it one episode? Yeah, this was the most lopsided oh, trade yeah, in the yeah, world. It, like, it I'll was, watch one. It was one episode. season. I would watch the first season if you watched the entire season. I had to watch the entire Which show was like for five one season. seasons. Seven. Seven. And the seasons. first season of Doctor Who was what, nine episodes? It was nine episodes. That's right. Yeah. It's like, I'll trade you nine hours of my life for a week and a half of yours. But I but after watching um the first series of Doctor Who, I was absolutely head over heels about Doctor Who. And 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 so that that was a that was a big one. Not the biggest one. The biggest one for me, um, is uh is Apple actually I was we'll call it super late to the game I was uh, an Android fanboy I was an Apple hater um, I mean I, oh, I was oh, yeah. a I was a hater Do not talk to me about Apple products until I I used um until and it was like one of the maybe it's like Mountain Lion or, or one of those that the first one that had a handoff um and I saw how like the my, the MacBook worked with the phone. I had to borrow a buddy's MacBook to to like use it, and it was it was it was his idea mostly. It was trick, and he was like, you know, I'm sick of you talking about this. I'm sick of you telling me how great your PC is. I sat next to you in a meeting, and you couldn't get Excel working. Borrowed this, right? And he just lent me his MacBook for like a week, and I was blown away uh, by really everything about it. If memory serves me correctly, that was iOS eight and Yosemite. That was like 2004. No, it was not. It was Mountain Lion. Was um, it? It was. Okay. It was. It was 2011, and I I know that because um, the first iPhone I got was the 4S, and the only reason I got the 4S was the shutter speed on the camera, right? Because all my Android phones were still taking blurry photos of my children. Right by the time the shutter would 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 fix on my kids, they'd be at the neighbor's house. They'd be they'd be gone, <laughs> right? But the shutter speed on the 4s was super fast. So I that's the only reason I and it wasn't even my primary phone, right? I just I got the 4s as a side phone to use, right? Because I could, right? Because we were in the mobile industry at the time, and once I had that, and I borrowed Trick's MacBook, and they worked together, and then I got an iPad, and that, and I was like, all right, well, I ended up I ended up buying. Um, Trading actually, um, buying an iPad and trading a buddy for his used MacBook and just adding RAM to it and the thing screened and it was awesome. Uh, and I still have that upstairs somewhere. Um, and I've been using nothing but Apple products since then. Not, not I mean, no, no Android phones, not just Apple devices, all of it and everything. In my house, everything is Apple. Um, so I, I that was that was my uh, I was 31 when I caught on to that um, and and really wished that I had been on that train far far sooner. So that's that's my that is my blind spot. Um, you guys can have um, whatever nerdy blind spot you like, but it was uh, I thought it was a very cool um, 
topic based on a conversation that I had with Laura. So there it is. Okay, so if we're talking about things that we came late to the game to, I have a lot. <laughs> um, if we're talking about things we're still blind to, could I, be that. I'd have to think a little bit mm. more. Um, I mean, I'm, my blind spot has always been like I've never been really deep into music. And I think you all know that. So, I mean, every time we talk about music, I'm just like, oh, okay, you guys, talk. I'll, I'll go play with my stick over here. Um, Josh, I came late to the game with Apple, too. In fact, CJ is the one who in- introduced me to Apple because I was about to throw my, was it like a Samsung Fascinate across the across the room? <laughs> That's right, the Fascinate. Yeah, it was oh a my Fascinate. God. And it was just <sighs> bugging out on me. It, was, it kept on crashing. I literally was about to throw it, and CJ was like, come with me. <laughs> let's let's take care of this for you. You're gonna get an apple. I said I don't want an apple because I prescribed to that. Oh, it's so expensive and and doesn't even give you anything. Like you know the the people who don't like really know how to articulate why they don't like apple. Those reasons that people don't like apple, right? right. Um, and CJ was like, dude, you're not leaving without an apple apple iPhone today. And if you don't like it, you have two weeks to exchange it. I'll give you any Android you want, but. You're walking outside today with an apple. I was like, fine, only to prove you wrong, sir. And I don't know, like a month later, I bought a MacBook. And then a month after that, I bought an <laughs> iPad. And then I have an Apple TV. And so, like, I have, I, I, I bought into the, and I think that's the same with any, even if the person who really latches on the Android, right? Like, you find something you like, and then you just dive deep into the ecosystem and you get everything to the point where, like, now there's no there's no point in me ever trying an Android phone ever. No matter no. how good yeah. it is, nope. changing one device means I have to change eight devices, right? And right. the tr- same thing is true with Android users who are really bought into Android because they have a Samsung computer or, or a Google Chromebook. They have uh, Chromecast. Mm. They have all. That's, the it's a lot ecosystem. more fragmented, believe it or not. It is a, a little bit yeah. more. I agree. You know, it's a lot more fragmented um, on the other side of the fence. Um, but uh, you know, and that's it's not like. I mean that that's the whole plan, right? That's Apple's entire that's the plan. <laughs> if they're if they're in the ecosystem and it's all our stuff, they're probably not gonna replace just one device. Right, right. Um I too also came late to Doctor Who because Josh is the one who introduced it to me. So CJ introduced it to Josh, who introduced it to me. Um so <laughs> I'll I'll just go ahead and piggyback off of your two right there, Josh, because I came to them even later than you did. So Fair. Good by the way, me. quick quick point. Uh, each of you is getting five points for mentioning me being the reason that uh, you were an awesome. <laughs> so five points. I can't give points to myself. Therefore, five points to you for mentioning me. Oh, that's that's very kind of you. Um, the rest do not mention you. I apologize, CJ. <laughs> um, so I'll go through these in orders of when I when I really dive deep into them. So when I was growing, and I guess the the probably the biggest thing when I was growing up, I was a Marvel boy. Marvel all the way. I watched, I read Spider-Man. I was collecting Daredevil. I was collecting Avengers. I was reading my brother's X-Men stuff. And um, I, you know, you know who Batman is, but I never really collected Batman books. You know who Superman is. I mean, again, I watched the movies. I was never really diving into DC very much. I didn't get into DC until my early 20s. And I had been at that point collecting comic books for over a decade at that point. Um, I was in college and... I remember being in the comic book store one day and just, you know, not being a huge fan of what was going on with the books. I was I was getting ready to drop another book and just keep it Spider-Man because Spider-Man is my favorite character. And like a good salesperson, my my comic book uh, aficionado was like, well, you know, here, try this out. He handed me the first graphic novel of Teen Titans, which was um, the 
not the very first graphic novel, but he handed me the the novel, um, a child's game, I think it was called. It was written by Jeff Johns. It was when they relaunched Teen Titans. And that sent me down the rabbit hole of DC because I started following that writer. So reading Teen Titans led me to Flash, led me to Green Lantern, led me to his run on Justice League, led me to reading more Batman, even though... Je- and then it became, for a very long time, I was primarily DC. I was The only Marvel book I was collecting was Spider-Man. Um, and that was one of those things where, like, I started reading just back issues of Flash and stuff like that. And one, it was one of those things, it's like, why did it take me so long to get into Flash or Green Lantern or anything like that? Because they were great books even when I was just purely Marvel fanboy, but I, for some reason, overlooked them. Um, and then I'll cut my, my short because I have one or two more, but I will say I'm going through this currently um, because... I grew up in a Trekkie household and never really watched Trek, which was really weird. Um, I watched Next Generation when it was on with my dad, but it was one of those things like, you know, you're a kid and you kind of watch what dad wants to watch because that's yeah. yeah. That's, that's what you do. You don't get to, he has the remote. You're not allowed to touch it. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to watch this. Like, <laughs> you're the dad. You don't care. You watch whatever the heck I want to watch. So, like, Dad's I did something. So I'm not watching it. <laughs> I, I watched like a bunch of episodes of Next Generation and I, I, I watched the movies before, but I never like I, I didn't really watch a ton of the original series. I never saw an episode. I think I saw maybe one episode of Deep Space Nine, maybe one episode of Voyager. So uh, now I was just saying to you guys before we started recording, now that, you know, I have a child and I'm up late nights, I decided, hey, you know what? Let me just start this from the beginning. And I have so far watched all three seasons of the original series, the two animated series, the six original movies, and I'm in the third season of Next Generation right now. And just like any television show, like Doctor Who has its really great episodes, it has its really kind of crappy episodes, uh, but... This is a really highly enjoyable show. I totally get the fandom. I really am enjoying it. And again, it's one of those things. I'm like, why? Why? I grew up in a house <laughs> where my father's universal remote was face was, was in the shape of a Star Trek phaser. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He probably still has it. Like he would buy me the next generation toys. I had an Enterprise. I don't know why I never got into this. Right. But now, like, I'm 36 years old now, and I'm finally rediscovering Star Trek, and I'm really happy that I did, because I'm highly enjoying it, and, you know, it, it's it's nice to kind of catch up and watch some of those older things, and, you know, I didn't dive into, oh, let me watch Discovery. Like, I started from the beginning, which was nice, because now I'm kind of getting this whole history of Star Trek, which is really cool, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, until now, that that would be my biggest nerd blind spot, was Star Trek for a while. This is this is tough because uh, as as mentioned now and both of you saying it, uh, I usually am pretty on on board with some of these things. I, I'm not usually late to the party for something. I remember even getting you guys to to like Ted Lasso, right? Thanks to Josue to, to get me to like Ted Lasso. So like I'm normally an early adopter of, of many things, but I do have two things that uh, really impacted just my nerdy experience, and um, they both get attributed to my wife, who, by the way, we've been married now for 11 years today, so, like... Uh, she ah, gets, happy she anniversary! Gets, thank you. She gets to, to get uh, some points uh, for putting up with me. So, on um, your anniversary, you're here with us two a-holes? I, I, uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. I mean, <laughs> happy anniversary, Jenny. I... She gets yes. she gets to kick me away for for an hour or so. Yeah, it's an anniversary <laughs> gift to her. Okay, that, yeah, there you go. That's the gift right. enough, right? The gift of silence. <laughs> right. The first one, which is minor, right, which is football. 
Uh, I was never into football my entire life. Uh, the only football I ever cared about was our high school rivalry game. Uh, one that, that was it. That was the only time I ever cared or went to a football match. Football match. Listen to me. Football game. Um, but when I married my wife, my wife is a diehard Steelers fan, and I started to watch Steelers games and starting to enjoy football. Still don't get all of it, but but really still kind of enjoy it and want to watch it and want to you know get a little interested in uh, some of the players and the trades and stuff that's primarily impacting the Steelers. Doesn't go beyond that. Uh, but that's something that I, I shut off for a long time, and I realized I could have more fun with that. And I remember going to friends' Super Bowl parties and actually caring for once and being like, oh, this is fun. I get a, I get to be a part of this little clique for, for once in my life. But the, the biggest one is uh, Harry Potter. because uh, And I'm sure Brian could probably uh, go through the same experience, which is when Harry Potter came out, I was a nerdy white kid with glasses. <laughs> so all you were was Harry Potter. People would just call you Harry Potter. So I was like, fuck these books. I'm never going to read this shit. I got uh, that comment once or twice. I I was, I mean, I'm a little bit older than you. I was in probably eighth grade when the first book came out, I think. And by high school, my high school, I think maybe book five or six was out. Yeah, because it was late in high school. And um, my high school girlfriend was really into Harry Potter. And so she introduced me to it. And made me read the first three and a half books, and then we broke up, so I didn't bother finishing reading the rest um, because I wasn't that into it. I enjoyed the movies, but I never got called like Harry Potter or anything like that. I didn't have round glasses either. See, that was the thing I did. I had thinner See, round thing. glasses. It was like the kiss of death, and I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, I just nope. I'm sorry. I'm now associated with being you know picked on or made fun of or mocked or whatever for being Harry Potter, and I don't. I'm not going to read these things. And uh, my wife is a, a a very very big Harry Potter fan. She's like, you have to read these books, and I'm like, fine. And then once I did, you get sucked into this very quickly. This is something that can just grab you and really kind of pull you in if if this is the thing that clicks with you. And uh, yep. And I'm looking down right now in my office, and I've got. Three wands sitting to my left. Uh, I've got a butterbeer cup from upstairs. I love going to Universal and, and going to the world of Harry Potter. I've, you know, uh, I, I watch the other movies, the um, Fantastic Beast ones. I mean, you're going to get my money. I'm, I'm angry about them, but like, I'm going to watch them. Uh, but diving into the lore and, and seeing the community, uh, Pottermore, all that stuff. Um, it, it I turned a blind eye to that. Probably until I was in college uh, in like 2000 and probably seven is when I actually sat down and read the books. To combine your late love of sports, apparently, to your late love of Harry Potter, have you attended a Quidditch match? I have not <laughs> attended a Quidditch match. That's where I That's where I need to go. See, I didn't even ask if you played it. You just need to go to one. <laughs> you just need to go you to just one. just watch the people run around on their broomsticks. <laughs> if there was a Triwizard Cup, I, I'd, I'd probably check it out. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's just wrangle a couple dragons and do that. That, that'll it be changes fun. every year. You don't have to do dragons every single year. <laughs> okay, my Triwizard Cup would be like walk. Well, there's 50 not a feet. there's not a Triwizard tournament every year, right? That's true. It's like every Very true. Year. years, right? It's like every fifty years or whatever. I don't know how many. Years. You're gonna make us look it up, aren't you? I'm looking it up now. How often yeah. is the Triwizard Cup? But Harry Harry Potter is is the one that uh, I I feel angry at myself for depriving myself of a fandom that I could have been part of for for many years. Every five years, there you go. The oh, Triwizard okay. Cup well, occurs. You don't need dragons. You need. We would need a uh, contest of intelligence, courage, and wizards losing their mind because there's a half a dragon half a meter <laughs> away. Okay. So there you go. 
We can easily do that. <laughs> okay, Brian, I now charge you with putting on the, the Triwizard Cup, the U.S. Triwizard Cup. How many points go. do I get if I'm successful? If you actually do a Triwizard <laughs> Cup, I think you win the grand prize. I just win every podcast forever. You, you, you yeah, you, you're just perpetually winning if you, if you can challenge successfully accepted. launch a national Triwizard Cup. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! No one's a national. Like I can't just hold this in my backyard with the two of you. That's all we need. Well, have uh, who's going to same. The same three wizards? You can't do I, that. Why wouldn't I? Why, I mean, listen, I just need to... First off, first off... Because it's one for every school. was that I would, I would, I would host one Tri-Wizard tournament. Okay. I don't need to do this every five years. I'll invite you two, your family's over, and I'll get Melissa over here, and I'll have you all run around my backyard trying to get some sort of snitch or something, and, you know, oh, there you go. That's so, Quidditch. That's not... I that's know. Well, so now you have to thing, get me to it? go to your house. That's the other part. That's that's half the Triwizard Tournament right there is getting me to show up. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's that's a challenge I'm sure I can figure out. Did did anybody have anything else they, they wanted to add for things that they missed out on? I mean, no. disappoints me. You brought up football, but <laughs> other than that. Why? Oh, wow. I because, was going to. Because football is wonderful. Listen, listen. We're not going to get into a heated debate about football right now. I get it. Whatever. You guys enjoy your sports ball unit game match, whatever. I, I Whatever. Just, it's easy. Like, everybody's into football. The vast majority of people are into football. Dude, I yes, sat that yeah. out for 20 years. Right, but that, that's, 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 years kind, of, that's said, kind of why yeah. it's a, it's a, like, you're, it's a good blind spot. Like, not knowing you would enjoy something because the people that seem to enjoy it are dicks, right? Right. And then you get into it. <laughs> And you're like, well, but I love this, right? Like, I, you know, I, I can't tell you the the number of things that I did not get into, um, that like nerdy nerdy things, right? Because look, as a kid, I was I was part of many different like groups of friends, right? And 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 we one established of them, you were the popular kid who were hanging out at the street corners. One of yeah, but yeah, but I look, but also also nerds, right? I had I had one one friend. Um, Gosh, it was very chameleonic. Chameleon like in high one, school. One friend who, who had one friend who had a group of, of nerdy friends. And uh, you know, they they did not they did not like me. His friends did not like me. Um they would I mean, you know, I get it, but like I wasn't I wasn't a mean kid, right? Um but I didn't get into um the nerdy things because um one or two of them in particular were dicks. And I was just like, I'm not going to watch the stuff that they watch. I'm not going to like the stuff that they like because they're dicks. So football, I get it, Brian. I do. But it's pretty friggin' amazing. I, again, to each their own. I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying. Brian loves to not put things down by putting them down. It's his favorite pastime. I have watched plenty of matches of football. We have sat together at a bar, and you have talked in my ear off about football. I have watched plenty of match, matches, games, whatever you want to call them. I've, tournaments. I've <laughs> watched a lot. I even participated in a fantasy league for half a season. It's not my thing. I'm good. You I guys got, can have it. I did the same thing. I did the fantasy league and zero joy out of that. I, I don't like, think nope. anyone said it was your thing, but like, you know, giving CJ shit for being disappointed because it's part of CJ's nerdy blind spot. I think that's, I'm, that's ooh, far. I'm just generating some conversation by being a dick myself. Okay. Mm. I mean, come on. I, 
just trying to keep the conversation going. I, Plus, I just thought of two other things. Real quick, quick honorable mentions. One of them goes to Josh, which is the Sopranos. I put the Sopranos off because everyone complained about the ending for like forever and a day. And it doesn't you know, even matter. Well, I was too young to watch it when it was really on TV. Yep. Right. So all the all you read were articles of like finales that disappointed the fans. And it's like the Sopranos. Like, well, if the whole finale is going to let me down, fuck off. And it's 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 really good. And then, damn it, I just forgot the second one. Oh, well, can't be but know that you had something to do with it, Josh. But if it's about, yeah, if it's something that I put you on. No, no, no. I think the, 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 oh, no, I remember the second one now. It's not you, Josh. Sorry. The first one was you, the Sopranos. Uh, What I currently still have a blind spot for now and would at some point like to do, which is Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I really mm. one day would like to get into Dungeons and Dragons. I just see it as a huge time commitment. And I, I just don't want to invest in that. Someone watched Stranger Things again. Uh, uh, no, not recently, but at the same time, good, good call out. That probably, I, I've always kind of been interested in it. I have a friend who does D and D, and like D and D TikTok is like all over my feed. So like, I'm like, I should probably read it's a D&D. lot. It, it is a lot, and I, and I will say this. Um, my wanting to get involved in D and D is what led to my board game addiction that I talked about recently on this show, which is another thing that I came pretty late to. I have yet to do like a oh I'm full on D and D campaign, but like they do make our D and D like RPGs in a box, CJ. That are you don't have to build your character from the ground up. They're very entry level. Mm-hmm. Here's a card. You get the character, and then you essentially do a campaign. It's just reset a little bit there's right. not as much thought into it there's not as much time commitment you just sit down and play for probably a couple hours we could do one of those if you'd like and they make different ones they it's not all exclusively fantasy dragons it's you know science fiction times traveling stuff and things like that there was a podcast that did uh, one episode it was about 40 minutes long of it was like a bear heist where you 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 got a bear assigned to you and you had to rob a honey pot from like someone in a village or th- it was a weird Thing, but it was a lot of fun. I was like, oh, this is like were 45 you, minutes we can do it. it. In fact, the bear or were yes. you the bear caretaker? You No, you are the bear. Cool. So like you are the bear. You have to think like a bear. You're a different type of bear. You have different you have personality think traits. Think like a bear. Okay. Think like a bear. All right. Uh, with that then, uh, let, let me do some additional points awarded. Brian, I was going to give you an additional one, but then you started uh, started getting at me and you put the negative comments in. So uh, go, 10 points to Josh for the topic. Wow. Uh, an additional 10 points to Josh reminded me of the good old days at, at, at Best Buy <laughs> hunting around and making everybody go into Max and, and PC. I feel like you go into double digits way too often. So uh, you have well, Brian, now is your chance to redeem That's yourself, sir. Turn. It is now your topic. I uh, doubt so, I'm going to get 10 points for this topic, but I will start this topic by saying, gentlemen, are you happy with your nipples? <laughs> because if you're not. And you have a spare $40,000 around. The Batman and Robin suit is going up for auction. And you, you can have yourself, George Clooney's nipples, enhanced and wear them anytime you want for a mere $40,000 or more dollars because it is an auction. Ten points for the best opening line to a top. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So there's a whole bunch of Batman memorabilia going on auction. One of them is the aforementioned Batman and Robin suit, full-on cow like I mentioned, the breastplate, cape, all that stuff. You also have the uh, opportunity during July 23rd and uh, 22nd and 23rd to purchase the Jim Carrey's Riddler Kane from Batman Forever Ooh. for $8,000. Starting at $8,000, again, all of these are on auction. 
Uh, Jack Nicholson's purple Joker suit from the original Batman will start at at least 65K. Um, and among many more, but those are the big things, right? And it got me thinking about movie props and costumes. Mm. And I wanted to pose the question to you, fine gentlemen. If I gave you a blank check, said you can buy one prop or costume from a movie, screen used, not like a replica, not like, hey, we have this extra one that we never use. Like George Clooney actually wore this suit or or Jim Carrey actually held that cane. Like if I gave you a blank check, what prop or costume or you can do one of each. I'll give you guys maybe like top three if you want to think about it. Uh, What prop or costume are you purchasing? And here are the rules. (laughs) Here are the rules. Yes, your money is unlimited, right? Right. I'm giving you a blank check, but you do need to be able to store it and maintain it or display it, right? Like I would love to have the T-Rex animatronic, but I'm not so sure my neighbors are going to be cool with that hanging out in my backyard, right? Okay. Yeah. So like your current situation, you need to be able to actually house this thing. You can't just purchase the, like I said, the T-Rex and, you know, unless you are living on a farm somewhere with, you know, six acres and you have the room. So those are your parameters, gentlemen. gentlemen. I have like six things in my mind. Right okay. Now. I'm going to need you to narrow it down to at least three. Let's do three. If okay. we have more time, you can go back to uh, your other three. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to hit, uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to cheat just for a minute and put a few of them together in a good way. Wow. Uh, so the number one thing I'm going to do, and this is going to, this is come out of the blue, right? Is I want the hand link from quantum leap. The little the hand link, the from, hand quantum link from quantum leap. Okay, the, all the right. You mean Ziggy? Microcolored, you know. Yeah, Ziggy. Well, it, well, no, Ziggy is a person at the other end of the of, the, uh, the hand but, link. Right, but but that's but every time he says Ziggy, he's referring to the control pad. But Ziggy says you have, a, and then he hits it. Right, yeah. I want I want the hand link, and I want the one that's a multicolor because they changed the hand link throughout Quantum Leap. Mm. I want the the third version. It's all it looks like a Tetris game got sick on your hand. Like, I, I want that hand link from Quantum Leap. I think it is one of the coolest props. Uh, it, it can kind of do whatever it wants to do and however it needs to do it, and it breaks down when it when it shouldn't. Um, so I'm going for the hand link from Quantum Leap. Uh, I For my second one, I would like uh, the original screen use costume of the Green Ranger from Money Morphin Power Rangers. Okay. So I want the helmet, right? I get a morpher. And I get the the, the 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 vest with the you know the shield on it and the green jumper. I I, I want that sucker. So I, I want I want I want that sitting in my green living ranger room had the dagger that he also played like a flute. Uh, correct, yep, exactly. Which is Do you literally right behind me, suit? right right gotcha. behind me in, in my nerdy corner, right behind me. So yes, I, I want that. Uh, and then oh God, the last one, and I hate you for making me pick. So this is a a really tough one, but I would like the uh. Maverick helmet from the original Top Gun movie. Okay, I want the the, the Tom Cruise sweated on. You can be my wee man anytime. Maverick helmet. Okay, all right. So, so we got the helmet. You got the the whole Power Ranger suit slash dagger. Mm-hmm. Yep, I want the whole Green Ranger ensemble. Seems like cheating a little bit. I said it was going to. And then what was your third one slash first one you mentioned? The the it was the the the, oh, Ziggy the, the Quantum, Quantum Leap Quantum Ziggy, Leap. Ziggy pad. All right, cool. Um. Okay, I, I'm surprised by your choices. I'm not gonna lie. For real, tell tell me what surprised you. I was expecting a Doctor Who costume or prop somewhere in there. It's on the list, but if you really had to make me choose, okay, those are the ones that would go for. 
All right, all right. I'm gonna, I mean, Josh, do you have a couple, or I mean, do you yeah. need a, uh, go go ahead, Josh? What do you got? No, I absolutely do. Um, a um, a Desert Eagle 50 caliber handgun. Um, that I mean, just from a few different movies, right? Um, the opening scene slash uh, bridge scene from Deadpool. That was a Desert Eagle. Uh, where he counted down the bullets. That was a Desert Eagle. Okay. Um, the uh, Agent Smith carried a Desert Eagle in the first Matrix. Um, in um, Snatch, um, Vinnie Jones goes on uh, at length with this monologue about how this guy's gun, how how his gun says Desert Eagle .50, and this guy's gun says Replica. Um, <laughs> And it's a it's a pretty amazing little little monologue moment. Um, so that Desert Eagle, I mean, it's look, it's not even that it's a, a really like just a movie prop. It's it's pretty friggin' famous. Um, it's a it's a giant hand cannon, and mm-hmm. and I would I would love to have one. Um, and look, I evaluated several weapons to to pick one that would be the one. Uh, the M134 minigun uh, was you know. Uh, was the the weapon that um, Keanu Reeves fired out of the helicopter um, in the Matrix, also used by Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator? Um, the gun of Rambo, as as said in Lord of War, another amazing um, weapon used in several movies. So I liked it, but but that that Desert Eagle has a special place in my heart because of the the Guy Ritchie connection as well as um, other other flicks. Uh, beyond that, I would say. The uh, Martin guitar that was smashed on the set of <laughs> The Hateful Eight. Um, this You'd is, like the uh, pieces? Just, just cool. no, no. I, I actually, I wish I could bring back the guitar. It was a, it was a post. It was a, it was a post Civil War um, Martin guitar. Martin guitars is right in my backyard, so it's. I have a friend that works there. It's kind of a. Um, that was that was a pretty big deal that this thing got smashed instead of a replica because the you know it's like the. <laughs> the old, it's an old guitar mm. um, that'd kind of be pretty awesome to have. And then, um, if I had to choose a third one, um, I'd I'd have to I'd I'd want the Eleventh Doctor's Sonic. I, I mean, I have a there I have is. the Eleventh Doctor's Sonic on a keychain here that Zoe got me. Uh, it's tattooed on my right leg. I, I would want the actual Sonic. This is why I couldn't pick the Sonic because I know Josh would, and Josh I, I deserves assumed, it more than me. I assumed Josh would pick the Sonic. I thought you might say the Tenth Doctor Sonic just to kind of counterbalance his Eleventh Doctor because I know you're also a fan of Tenet as well. I know, but he's—I I don't like his Sonic. I right, like but I, I mean, Sonic if we've better. we've seen the Day of the Doctor, the Eleventh Sonic has everything the Tenth has. He can do all the same stuff. Just right. looks a little different. It's got a green light bulb. I like the one that looks like the TARDIS that Capaldi uses at the end of his run. I like that one better than the other ones. Really? That's like a any- cool. De- listen, I don't like anything Capaldi. That's you probably, a cool design for us. You probably like the Sonic sunglasses too, didn't oh, you? I hated the Sonic so sunglasses. Stupid. I thought that okay. was the dumbest thing. Dumbest thing. A lot of things Capaldi had was the dumbest thing. Yeah, like Clara. Just saying. Oh, dig a Clara. I didn't even hear your joke, but okay. I said, yeah, like Clara. No. First off, Clara got introduced during Matt Smith's run. I know, so, so there was no did. reason for Capaldi to have her. You should have been. Mm. No, we're not getting into this. I'm not. I'm not. We're really going to argue now. about this because Rose transcends Doctors too. You're going to careful, careful. I'm in charge of points this week. Do you want to fight or you just want to move on? <laughs> Wise decision. Very, very lo- mean of you. <laughs> Holding my opinions hostage. <laughs> anyway, you can um, risk it, bud. 
No, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. Um, so I've thought long and hard about this. And um, when I think about the, the movies that are, are, I mean, I could probably do three for movies and three for TV. But when I think about some of the, the movies that I would love to just be like, oh, yeah, that was actually used on screen. Right. Uh, I think of Indiana Jones's whip that way. I, I just have it hanging on my wall. Um, and to have like, I get Harrison Ford, you know, blood, sweat and tears in that thing. Cause he actually would wield it. That, that would be awesome. Um, as well as I would love, and, and I, it's really tough for me to pick one prop from this franchise. Uh, but I think I would want a used pumpkin bomb from Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. No, like I just think something like this is like the size of a baseball, right? Like if I had like Tobin Maguire's costume as much as I would love that, I don't know what I would do with it. I don't know oh, I how I would display it. You know, <laughs> what's that? I'd wear it. <laughs> just wear it 24 seven Halloween right? like, or whatever. I'm cracking that son of a bitch open. And I, I, I don't see in like, no, I'm not outside care of, of the prop, right outside of buying a mannequin and putting it on it and like that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know how what I would do with it, but like a pumpkin bomb, that's cool. That's that's compact. That's something I could put on a shelf somewhere, which is really kind of what I would be looking for. Um, and then you know, I'm I'm thinking it's the easy out, but probably the hoverboard from Back to the Future too, mm. because they are real. Like, we just never got the chance to buy one, right? So I would use that and just hover around my backyard. So that's a. Uh, I mean, like I said, I could probably talk for a long time about props that i highly enjoy and would love to have a, a piece of movie history but like if i had to choose if i had the blank check those are the things i would buy i mean i'd buy the george clooney nipple suit too hell hell why not like <laughs> come come on like how many people can say that and like seeing this article reminded me of another article that i'll share with you guys real quick the, a few weeks ago the the costume designer for the suit used in batman and robin went on the went on the record Oh yes. And did you guys see this about, you know, his his their decision to do those infamous nipples? No. I did see this article, but please, you have to share it. So it started with Batman Forever, and I'm I'm going to read straight from this article and you know, from the costume designer. Um he says, Well, in the first one, referring to Batman Forever, they were just little blobs of clay. It was subtle, it was a blip. Um they were with Val Kilmer's suit, the nipples were one of the things that were added. It wasn't to fetishize anything. It was more informed by Roman armor, like centurions. They those had those gold-plated armors. They had little kind of blobule nipples on them. Uh, and in the comic books, the characters always looked like they were naked with spray paint on them. So it was all about anatomy and pushing anatomy. And I don't know exactly where my head was back in the day, but that's what I remembered. So I added the nipple and had no idea where it was going to end up. And then for Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher uh, loved the nipples so much, he said, let's showcase them. And he wanted to sharpen them and put points on them. And the circles of both inner and outer, he wanted them to be put on Batgirl's costume. But the studio studio went ahead and said, no, you cannot do that at all. Oh, man. So that that I thought that was hilarious, and then this article came around. I'm like, you know what? It, I haven't talked about nipples in a while, so let's just go ahead and talk about this. So that is your nipple talk for the day, gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> All right, um, I am uh, ten points 
Brian, for uh, allowing me to own three uh, amazing props of movie history, but minus five for making it only three. (laughs) But but I'm giving you five points back because you said nipple consecutively at least like nine times. And I giggled like a little idiot because I'm I'm apparently a 13 year old boy. <laughs> and gave us and gave us the quote of the and give us the title of the episode. Are you happy with your nipples? Are you happy with your nipples? Title of show. Oh, you know what then? You, that, because it's the title, an additional five points, making that ten points for for the nipple part in there. So that takes you Excellent. ahead, Brian. Right, right. As we look at the points right now, it is uh 25, Josh, 30, Brian. But uh, now that we are moving on to my topic. Uh, I'm going to give you guys the ability to earn some some points at a pretty high clip here. Um, so here's what uh, I got fascinated with. I saw a, a video the other day uh, that was referencing uh, twin movies. And by twin movies, I mean movies that are put out by the studios that basically are just like another movie. Right. We have many examples of, uh, of this, but um, I'm not going to give a few because they're they're going to be in this little section that we're going to talk about. But we all know it when one movie puts out one studio and then another one's going to come out. And it's basically the same freaking movie. So I have a list here of over 15 twin movies uh, uh, that are that are coming on here. And what we're going to do is a, a little a little game show, a little opportunity for you guys to interact and win some points. I'm going to give you the pitch and the year that these twin movies came out with similar topics you have to tell me what the two movies are, and then we can decide which one was better. For example, 2005-2006 takes us on a scary adventure to below the Earth's surface where monsters lurk from exploring caves. What were the two movies that fit that? It was The Cave and The Descent. Okay, so you said twin movies. I thought you meant movies with twins in them. No, not like no, no, twins no. or legend. Right. Okay. The cave and the descent. Right. I saw the descent. I didn't see the cave. Well, right. And then we can okay. say, hey, we got one. So this one's, I, I think, does it make sense, Josh? Yeah, I think it's awesome to play games I'm terrible at. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what um, if well, Josh gets one movie and I get the other? How, so do, this, how do you so divide this, the point? This is the thing, right? If you go first, right? If you say, yeah, I think I, I know what these movies are. If you can get it right off the bat, you, mm. earn, ten, you earn 10 points. If oh, the person wow. cleans up. Right. If Josh says, oh, well, Brian was wrong, but I know what it is. Josh, you get five points, even even though it's there. So if you get it right on the first time. So you're doing family feud rules. Got family it. Family feud rules. Yep. All right. Makes sense. And then and then I'll say this. If we don't get it at all, I'll roll the 10 points onto the next onto the next. Mm, one. Interesting. All right. Got the opportunity to earn some real points. Continue. Josh, are you on board? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> IMD Rolodexes. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> this is 1993-1994. They are both Western movies centered on a lawman, Wyatt Earp. Yeah. Go ahead. Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. Correct. Absolutely. So 10, Damn, 10 yeah. points to Josh for, for round number one. I think we can all agree Tombstone uh, better than Wyatt Earp. Uh, about a million times better. Tombstone yeah. is probably my favorite Western of all and time. So yes. Ready for this. Wyatt Earp only got $25 million and Tombstone $56.5 million in the box office. So oh, definitely the better yeah. movie. This is underrated. 1997, gentlemen. Right now, the Earth's crust is having a terrible problem of eruptions, and there are two heroes that have to try to save their yep. loved ones. Brian? Tommy, it's Tommy a volcano in Dante's Peak. Oh, Dante's Peak. I would have never gotten that. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, what, what's the better one? Volcano. Volcano. 
Not according to the box office, I think. Eh, yeah, the box office because Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? right? Well listen. Peak. No, no, no. I, I Wait, who did Dante's Peak even have the, in the it? The answer is Pierce Brosnan versus Tommy Lee Jones. Come on. No, I prefer Tommy Lee Jones, but who right. who was uh, but Linda then we're Hamilton. talking about Linda Hamilton Ver- the, Linda the, the, Hamilton was in Dante's Peak. Or Anne Heche, right? No, Anne Heche is another twin movie that CJ will most definitely mention, so I'm not going to give you that answer. It's not Anne Heche and Volcano? It's not Anne Heche and Volcano. But Don Cheadle is in it. It's Val Kilmer. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, in, Anne H- in Volcano, it's Christina Ricci and, Vol- and Tommy Lee Jones. Christina Ricci plays his daughter, right? Or is it? Yeah, okay. Uh, and then, yeah, to your box office point, $178 million at Dante's Peak, $122 million to Volcano. Because you had James Bond in a Volcano movie. Of course, that one's going to make more money. Yep. This one's going to be quick. Are you ready? 1998. The Earth is nearly about to be destroyed. Yeah, by- Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon and Deep Impact. Deep Impact. Which is what you're thinking of with Anne Heche. I, Josh uh, jumped okay. in before have, me. I was gonna say I I I, I was like it's a tie. I'd say it's a tie. All right, well then f- five each, five each. Uh, make, we don't, don't even need to talk points. about which one's better. That's not even a question. It's That's clearly deep impact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Morgan Freeman, president. I mean, oh on. no way. Yeah, he's he's the president in that. No, film. You're not being that. serious. But he's not being serious. He's being a no. He's okay, being a dick. Fine. You know what? Watch him again. Watch him again. 1998. Trying to focus on the world right underneath your feet. Yeah, I got it. Ants and a bug's life. <laughs> Ants and a bug's life is correct. Bug's life is absolutely thousand percent better. It's the magnificent thousand percent. seven. It is three hundred and three hundred and sixty-three million dollars for Bugs Life, and Ant got a hundred and seventy. Because it's terrible. Those ants look freaking terrifying. Even like ninety-eight. How old was I? I was twelve, and I was like, "This is nightmare fuel." These ants. Anyway, continue. All right. It is 1998 slash 1999. They were on the heels of each other. Filming a man for 24-7. Truman Show. Mm, I know what the other one is. Uh, McConaughey. Uh, it is McConaughey. Uh, it is. It's Ed TV. Ed yes. TV. Yes. All right. Josh with 10 points for cleaning that one And up. Josh, there you thought you were going to be terrible at this. I am terrible at this. You're doing so well so far. All right. All right. Let's get on to the next one. Ah, missions to the fourth planet from the sun. Mars. Mission to Mars and Ghosts of Mars. No, it's not. It's not. You never Ghosts said what Mars. year it was. Either. Oh, sorry. The year 2000. Ghosts of Mars is way oh, newer. No, no, no. Ghosts of Mars is the John Carpenter film. I know which, what the other one is, well, but Josh, I'll let. Josh gets to go. I'll let Josh steal it, but I, I, I know what it is now. It's Red Planet, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It is Red Planet and Mission Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss. Alrighty. And you never gave it the year. That was I'm five points, him. correct? Yes, yes, it was, because Josh put it up. All right, next one. In the year 2002, the main character is held at hostage in one location for the entirety of this movie. Yeah. Um, phone booth? Mm-hmm. Liberty Stand Still? That is correct. Liberty <laughs> Stand Still was, like, straight to DVD, wasn't it? I don't uh, believe so. It, it could be. I'm looking at the the poster for it. It just says I gotta look video. it up. Hang on, I'll look it up. How did you know that? Because it's straight to DVD. Yes, straight was, to DVD. It was in 2002. Josh. The film is released in in US yeah. on DVD. Straight to DVD. Phone booth ninety Wesley Snipes million and Wesley Snipes. But when you're gonna give me like Wesley Snipes, like no, oh, I worked at Blockbuster in 2002, dude. All right. <laughs> It's so it's so great because like I, I when you work at Blockbuster you see all these things. And can then, you like, 
You put CJ, them right can next you to each other? do me a favor and yep. say the year and yep. then give it a beat, will you, before you... Sure. All right. Mm, okay. Beat, I, I can do it. that. 2003-2004. Following characters living underwater. Bonnie Nemo. And? Yeah, what's the other one? I know what the other one is. It had, uh, it's the Vinnie Jones movie. Shark, 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 shark tale. Shark tale. That's correct. <laughs> 10 points to Josh. That makes Josh on the lead right now, just so you're, oh, yeah, you're aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> All right. 2004. We are following and saving the lives of the president's daughter. First daughter. Hmm. Oh, that's the only one I know. For sure, that's the only one I know. First daughter and chasing liberty. Five points to... Wasn't Chasing Liberty just the one with Wesley Snipes? No, Mandy Moore. It's Mandy Moore. What was Moore. the one with Wesley Snipes just now? Oh, the one that, that was Liberty did? Stand Still. Liberty Stand Still. This one, they're chasing her, and the other one, she's standing still. <laughs> Correct. If she was standing still, why would they be chasing her? Is what I want to know, Brian. I mean, what they, she was standing still in 2002, so they're chasing her in 2004, so maybe that meeting did not go as well as you would like. That's so funny. <laughs> you know what? Five points to Josh for that. So funny that get, that get, that makes me giggle. Uh, Alrighty, all right. We are going now. To he's going to freaking come out ahead because he did a that's so funny joke because of Andy Moore. <laughs> it, it, listen, you get a Scrubs reference. I think it's worth some points there. All right, two thousand and six. This is going to be quick, so I don't want you guys to stall on this one. Following the world of magic. Yeah, it's a. Uh, the Prestige and the Illusionist. Correct. Oh, Mr. God damn it. I thought that was I later. thought that was going to be Josh's. I, I, I thought think. it was going to be. I thought it was later. I, I didn't. 2000, like 2006. That's Nolan. No. Yeah. He did that right before Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. Prestige, by the way, $109 million. The Illusionist, only 87.9, but actually pretty, pretty good. They're compared both to good. Me. They are I, both good. They're very good. different. They're very films. different movies. They're but, very but, different films. But Paul Giamatti was excellent. Oh, so good. All right. It is the year 2006 still. Hmm. We are following unsolved crimes in Hollywoodland. Hollywoodland. What's the other one? The other From the one. director of Scarface and the Untouchables. Josh Hartnett, right? Mm-hmm. What the hell I know which called? one it is. The Black Dahlia. That's right. Mr. Burns getting all 10 points on that one. All right. Let's see how many more I have left. Oh, I love how Josh just blurts the one he knows and then gets an extra 30 minutes to figure <laughs> out the other one. <laughs> I don't hear you. He doesn't need to know both right off the bat. All right. 2010, 2011. They are about brothers in fighting tournaments. A warrior. And uh, don't worry. You got 29 minutes. No, 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 no. Like, uh, I know the other movie. I know the other movie, but it's that's inaccurate. What you're saying is inaccurate. 2010, 2011. Brothers in a fighting tournament. So the two movies about fighting brothers. No, about brothers. In no, fighting he's, tournaments. he's talking about brothers in fighting I'm gonna tournaments. Go, I'm going to go to Brian. I'm going to let him. No, you're, you're not. No, you're, there's no way. Because I'm going yes, to fucking argue. <laughs> One is Warrior, for uh-huh. sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking about movies made the same year, the other one is The Fighter, and there was not a tournament. Am I right or am I wrong? There, you, you I've got, never seen The Fighter, so I don't know. It, the Fighter's really good. I, I mean, the tournament is, I guess. No, the, no tournament. He's a boxer, tournament? and the other one wasn't a boxer anymore. Give him the points. <laughs> All right. He, he got both point. movies he did anyway. get both movies, correct. Am I wrong? He got both movies oh. under protest. <laughs> she, came she came down, down in, in a bubble, bubble dog. <laughs> <laughs> you going to sit there and tell me I'm wrong? wrong? <laughs> 
All right. I would award points, but you both said it at the exact same time, so it would just nullify it out. All right. What All was right. he? A fighter. <laughs> was there a tournament? No. <laughs> what, wait, what, how does he end that? Like, learn something? or What, what was his brother? A crackhead. <laughs> All right. That's the truth. Yes. 2011. Both of these movies explored sexual relationships. Yeah, no strings friends. attached and friends with benefits. I knew where that's where that was I going. I get to finish this sentence. Everyone knew. Is are we are we there? Is there any question that Friends with Benefits is the better oh, movie? That's a good question. I actually have only seen like ten minutes of Friends with Benefits, and I have not seen No Strings Attached. So I'll go I, ahead and I remember No I've seen Strings Attached, and I liked it, but I don't remember if I liked Friends with Benefits with Justin Timberlake. So ready for the box office on this one? Friends with Benefits, uh, one hundred and forty-nine million. No Strings Attached, one forty-seven. So like, yeah, because Ashton Kutcher, right? And it was about each other, right? Ashton, you think it was about? You think it was Ashton Kutcher was the draw there, not Natalie Portman? Yeah, I know yeah. Ashton Kutcher in, was the draw there. In 2011, yeah. 2011 Ashton Kutcher, he was money. And it's funny about that movie because it's about those two people. It's about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, and they're both starring in separate movies about this situation. It was about their what own personal a, lives. It's right. two different movies. Are we sure it's about – they're both about them? Yeah. Yep. Apparently. Are we sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure they've gone on record for that one. No kidding. The both movies I, I, were about no, their experiences know. in the situation. Correct. Right. Because they were both friends. All right. Anyway. All right. Um, 2013. Both, both both movies. 2013. The president must be saved after attack on the White yeah. House. White House down. Olympus has fallen. Okay. Brian yelled yeah before you, Josh. <laughs> he yelled yeah before you started answer, asking the question. That's right. not true. <laughs> I'm going go to go to literally the- a fraction of a second before you answered. All right. I, I, here's the deal. Looking at it's, the points. No, 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 it's fine. No, 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 no I'm just saying. I don't yeah. want to sit here and no. argue, Josh. Josh gave the, the answer. Josh gets the points. I'm not, a, I'm not arguing he gets the points. I gave Josh the points. Okay. So here we go. 2013, 2015. Follows the life of a man who owned a very popular fruit company. Jobs and Steve Jobs. Am I wrong? All right. No, you are not wrong. Only reason I know that is because I just watched a TikTok about that film. <laughs> Those films. You didn't watch those? I've, I haven't seen either. Oh. You need to see both. Yeah, you need to see both. I, <laughs> I will argue that I liked um, Ashton Kutcher better than I did so Michael did I. Fassbender. As, but I think Steve Jobs was the better movie. It but, was. But Jobs was just like, it had the vibe real well. Oh, and they both did amazingly well in the box office. Uh, yeah, let me look. Uh, well, no, actually, no, really. they didn't. They both bombed. I was about to say, no one wanted to see those films. Thirty-five million and thirty-four, and and that's an Aaron Sorkin flick, Steve Jobs. And even I, after I left, I was like, this is kind of disappointing. I remember yeah, actually talking yeah. to you about that film after you saw it, which is why I haven't seen it because you were like, I've seen them both. I like them both. Yeah, no, they're they're fine. They're good. Okay, this is uh, the final one, uh, and right now it's a close game with uh, Josh at 90 points and Brian at 100, uh, so this can make him break. Uh, so if we go into a tie, uh, I got something ready, but if not, this is for the whole episode. It is 2017, and it's about a group of girlfriends reuniting for a weekend of partying and debauchery. Oh, um, rough night and girls trip. Holy shit, why would you know that? Um... I've seen half of Rough Night, and I, I just knew Girls Trip came out around the same time. Solid. That is a, an impressive dig. I didn't even uh, know that. Uh, so that uh, that is it. That is for all the marbles right there. That, that takes it to 
uh, Brian winning this topic there. But uh, I'm just kind of curious when you're you're looking about this. This obviously is happening a lot. Are Hang on, Josh. Any- you gave me a run for my money there. So uh, <laughs> fuck you. Because um, you said, oh, I love playing games I suck at. Whatever. You're good. You, you, you did really well on this, Josh. Uh, there. I'm curious, though, of, of any omissions from this list that I, I didn't mention that you can think of that are really good examples of a studio just kind of stealing the idea of another. Yeah. Weren't there three gnome movies made? Gnomeo <laughs> and Juliet, Sherlock Gnomes, and there was a third one? Yeah. Uh, um, Gnome Attack. It's on the list. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> was Sherlock Gnomes a sequel to Gnomeo and Juliet? I believe, yes. All right. Well, then the, I believe then, it was Gnomeo and Juliet colon Sherlock Gnomes. All right. Then I'm just taking Gnomeo and Juliet as the 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 standard bearer you did miss the year where we were obsessed with mall cops for some reason we had observe and report and paul blart mall cop blart yes uh that is that is on the list that is uh hold on what was the year 2009 by the way we were obsessed yes you also missed the year where penguins were all the rage after march of the penguins and with happy feet and surfs up 2006 2007 um i'm trying i'm thinking back oh uh Disney came out with The Wild right at the same time as Madagascar came out, and The Wild sucked. <laughs> yep. Same thing with Mowgli. Yeah, but there was the same. The the, uh, the that just happened again with the pet pets secret, secret life, life of, of pets. pets and and what was the other one? What was the other? There were two of them. There was the same same year. Hated Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, I hated Secret Life of Pets too. Um. It was like they put on a show or something. It was a oh pet. Sing. You're thinking about Sing. sing. Those this are not the same concepts. Oh, okay. Very, they were both pets. very different films. They were both pets. I also thought about the the Friar Festival documentaries that were uh, released on on Hulu and the other one that dropped on Netflix. Yeah, those. Yeah, those are like pretty much two filmmakers doing the exact same documentary. There's a Britney Spears ones too. There's two different <gasps> Britney there? Spears ones. Yeah, I think one's on Netflix and one's on Hulu as well. Um, the reboot of Pet Cemetery and Pet Graveyard apparently that is going. I I would I would classify Freddy versus Jason and Alien versus Predator as a twin movie as well. Two two iconic horror franchises, but split like a lot of years apart. No, the first Alien versus Predator was oh four. Freddy versus Jason was oh three. Really? Yep. That's really close. I didn't think that. Yeah, within a year of each other. Oh, yeah, and uh, I'm sorry, I just Googled a list now, too. Uh, In 1999, both End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stigmata came out at the same time, which are pretty much the same film. I think I watched Stigmata. I've seen both of them. I've seen End of Days, yeah. They're they're, they're all right. They're fine. All righty. So, Brian Brian wins. Brian's the host. Thank you looking at that. (laughs) Wow, you seem upset by that. I hate losing. It is... (laughs) Let's Looking look at, at the scoreboard, problem. then, it is only a 10-point 10 10 point difference. And the winner this week and the host next week will be Brian Thornton. You almost won on a freaking that's so funny joke. That is true. <laughs> that's so funny gave you five you points. You have no right to be upset. I had to claw for that win. <laughs> I had to dig down into the recesses of girly <laughs> films that I have seen for that win. Ain't nobody seen Rough Night except for me. <laughs> that, you know what? Uh, that, that, yeah, Rough Night was $47 million, and Girls Trip was $140 million. So, yeah, you're one of the few people seeing Rough Night. Well, congratulations, uh, Brian and Josh. I really appreciate you not being bitter about this at all. Uh, your, your composure being kept is, is phenomenal. All right. Well, thank you, listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work, or whatever it is we are in your life. 
Thank you so much for uh, enjoying this show, and we will see you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club, because you were back on a nerd. 